0: Paranatural Cryptid Preservation Society that we do on Wednesday nights at 8, 9 Eastern Standard Time. And tonight our topic is going to be on the shadow people and their tie to sleep paralysis. Have you ever had that moment where you're dead asleep at 3am and you wake up for no reason and in the peripheral you see a shadow, a humanoid figure looming at the foot of your bed or maybe standing in the corner of your room? You think, nah, I didn't see that. You do a double take and it's not standing there anymore. Or you can't move. You're blinking really fast, tears are coming to your eyes, and the next thing you know you just see this person shaped thing standing over you and there's nothing you can do about that's shadow people and sleep paralysis. So we're gonna cover that mm-hmm. tonight. Talk about the spooping. And that shit is crazy. Okay? I've had sleep paralysis before. I, I have t- had the unpleasantness of experiencing that twice in my life and I never ever want to do that again it is not fun it is not my friend couldn't take it I thought I was screaming like literally thought I was screaming out loud and I could have sworn I was like elbowing my cousin who was asleep next to me I wasn't moving I wasn't making a sound nothing and then Like, standing right next to me, I could have sworn there was, like, this big shadowy man, like, standing right next to me. Like, Oh, dang. It was creepy. Yeah, it wasn't fun. So I'm sure everybody has had some sort of creepy experience with a shadow figure, shadow person, looming about in their room. And we're going to go over the four different types of shadow people and how most of the experiences you have is during sleep paralysis.
1: It's not now, I, I've had sleep paralysis once in my life, like actual sleep paralysis where like I was not able to move my body. And this, I think, was probably around 2009, 2010, maybe. Um And literally, now I didn't see any shadow figures or anything like that. I literally just woke up and I couldn't even open my eyes. Like everything was just pitch black. My brain couldn't figure out why my eyes weren't perceiving anything because, you know, my eyelids were closed. But in the moment, (laughs) I didn't know that. And yeah, like I couldn't move my whole body. Like I was just frozen. And while I thought I was, you know, trying to move and trying to speak and it even opened my eyes, I couldn't do any of those things. And it was a very scary thing. Um, But again, I didn't see any shadow figures or anything like that at that time. Now, there have been two other instances where I have seen shadow figures, uh, and those were not accompanied with uh, the shadow people, or accompanied with sleep paralysis, but they were definitely shadow people. And two very different kinds. So...
0: There are. And I didn't know that there were four types of shadow people. I just thought there were just shadow people across the board and that they were just malevolent because my experience personally was one of fear. But according to the research that we have done, there are four subcategories of shadow people. And some of them are tied to dark omens, like death of a loved one or... a recent Almost like banshees.
1: Death-
0: right, like banshees, which we have covered in the Paranormal Umbrella, and... That was our, what was that? That was our uh, sexism in the cryptid world, if I remember correctly. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and that was a fun podcast. If you missed it, go back. We have it under our talks here on Stereo. It was hilarious. Bigfoot was there. It was funny. It was a whole thing. <laughs> but I, I enjoyed that one personally. But oh, yeah. there they're tied to death they're tied to fear and then you've got the other category of shadow people who aren't malevolent they're just kind of there they're living in their
1: own shadows
0: yeah they're living in their own reality they're not there to to mess with you or to mess with your day they're there to observe Almost like they walk-
1: like they don't have anything. They don't care anything about us and they're just, you know, passing through the room or whatever on their way to their next, you know, destination in whatever dimension they're in. Exactly. And
0: that, that's what gets me about this whole shadow people thing. But seeing a shadow person is just creepy on its own because they have no features. They're just right the outline of a person and just void of features or characteristics. Now some people have seen what they call demonic shadow people who have red eyes and then just the shadow of a body, which is just void of light. It's just like it's just like seeing your own shadow. But it, it sucks in all the light around it. So it's definitely there, you definitely see it You can't see through it, it's, it's right there It's definitely a humanoid shape But it gives off this pulsing fear and malevolence That it's almost feeding off of Like this feeding uh, frenzy of, like it wants you to be a frenzy. It's
1: like the negative energy, it gives that puts on, It feeds off of that fear that you put off Exactly It looks now, like we've got so- a a comment here by the way
0: my bad go ahead and read that where we at
2: i've had sleep paralysis um when i was little like before a couple of years for a couple of years i had it when i was little um it was the litter it was the same detailed dream um I was on the route of going to my grandmother's house and I remember there was always this building that I was always curious about because it had like uh, thrift store stuff in there and I'm like oh you know I'd love to go in there but I never went in there and for some reason in my dream I'm running inside that building with a group of people like we're running away from somebody that's trying to kill us and this person I could hear them in my ear and what my group goes to the left but I always end up on the right and I can hear them calling for me and then next thing you know I can feel something crawl um, like grabbing my leg. Like it was it was terrifying. Nope.
0: No ma'am. No nope. no ma'am. No thank you. No That would
1: be a big negative.
0: But yes, yeah, that would be a negative for me. Thank you. No thank you. I'll pass. I do
1: uh uh so the four types that they've kind of categorized, you've got the benign ones that are basically, they're just in their own little world and they just happen to be passing through. You've got the negative ones, which they're lurking, they're, they're watching, but they're giving off that that vibe of fear, um, and then, or causing that vibe of fear, you've got the red-eyed shadows, and those are more of like the demonic type shadows. Where sometimes they're accompanied by wings um, or long, sharp um, appendages. Like their fingers are extra long, or, or you know they've got long arms or something like that. Just not quite humanoid. They're more monstrous, and they usually have red eyes. And then you've got the hooded shadows that are like your ancient monk type shadows. And uh, we'll get into those a little bit more. But those are actually fall more in line with uh, the djinn. I was about to bring that up. The djinn of
0: the Islamic theology.
1: Right. And then you've got the weird hat one, which is basically it's... This guy dressed in an, like, once again, out-of-date suit type f- feature, but wearing a fedora hat. Yeah. And he's yeah. been seen all over the place. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> now, one thing that kind of strikes me with the whole hat man thing, is, or the hat shadow, is the Dark Watchers of California. Because, once again... Dark cloaked figure Wide brimmed hat uh, Standing up on the On the hilltops Watching out you know over the Pacific Like what is that Are these related to those Because those are Only found in like California But you know the shadow people Are found all over the world and all throughout History
0: And there's different types depending On the region like, you've got the, the, the watchers in California that hang out around the mountainous, mountainous regions. And then the shadow people here down south are a little different. They resemble the stickmen. So right. it's like each region in um, in in like in the United States, I'll give the United States as, a, as an example, have a different, slightly different version of the shadow people.
1: And right, now like, you even here up north, um, we've had encounters with the stick the stickmen as well, um, and I'll share that story if you guys want to hear it. But first, we've got a question or comment.
3: I've never had sleep paralysis, but I've seen shadow people all the time. Most of the time, they're more like just a watcher, and I have seen the sh- the hooded ones. They're short. And I have definitely seen the bowler hat one I actually drew a picture of one in art class When I was in high school And didn't even know what I was drawing
0: Oh my god <laughs> crazy <laughs> See so, I haven't seen the bowler hat one I've seen I've seen the guy with the hat um, Before when I was around When I was a teenager for sure And then I saw him Again in In I think in my my 20s, my mid-20s, maybe late 20s, I'm thinking. But um, it almost had, like, a pattern to it. It was almost like a certain amount of years would pass by.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: And he would show up again. But this guy, like most Shadow figures, they don't talk. They don't really interact with you unless... um, You know, you had the most, the more demonic and and malevolent ones that some people have spoken about, but this guy, he spoke, he had like a whole monologue of things that he did. I've
1: actually, I've read some stories of people who like the shadow people will scream in their ear, like they'll get really close to where they can actually feel the hot breath on their ear. And it just like screamed their name three times, like right in their ear.
0: You know, that reminds me of hugging Molly.
1: Yeah, hugging Molly. of course, this Molly. was this was in their bed, in their bedroom, so that's a little bit more frightening when you're asleep and you are woken up by screaming in your ear.
0: I don't... I, no, thank you. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I, I mean, I already have a hard time with people waking me up, so like... I mean, screaming at me, I would probably come up swinging. Like, if you're ready for these kids, (laughs) scream at me because I'm going to play it. I'm going to hit you. (laughs) All
1: right. We got some more messages here.
2: Um, one time, my best friend uh, he told me that he had uh, a sleep paralysis dream. Um, he was in sleep paralysis, or how you say it, and um, to where he was getting chased, and he felt someone claw his back. And then when he woke up out his dream, he had actual scratch marks on his back, like deep scratch marks.
1: Oh my god! See? Now, I read one instance where someone um, saw – it was two people in bed, and uh, they, they both watched this shadow figure walk up to the foot of their bed and touch um, the guy's foot. And when the shadow, shadow person touched him, um, he started screaming. They turned on the lights. Obviously, nothing was there. And then he had a black spot on the top of his foot where he had been touched, and it last it stayed there for two years two years two years. So that you don't want them interacting with you for sure. All right, like here's it. The-
0: wait was it like necrosis or was it just like a scar or what
1: they didn't they didn't say uh they just said it was a black spot that stayed on their foot for two years that's crazy yeah
2: every time i had my sleep paralysis dream where someone grabbed my leg i always felt the excruciating pain of like Somebody like I scratched It or like something like that I always had that pain when I woke up
1: see? Yeah see that's yes. Don't don't
0: lay hands On me and don't lay hands on me When I'm asleep that's just asking For me to come up Punching you. I'm gonna It's just gonna be bad for everybody All the way around
1: See <laughs> when I natural- when i was 15 i think i was um i actually i was living in alabama and i was laying in bed it was middle of the night and you know how sometimes you'll kind of roll over in the middle of the night you're just kind of shifting positions and you just barely kind of wake up you don't really know what's going on and then you just kind of close your eyes and drift off back to sleep well that That happened to me. I rolled over on my back and my eyes kind of cracked open. And then I saw two yellow eyes looking back at me. And all of a sudden, I was no longer asleep in the slightest. And my eyes flew open. And I saw this huge shadow, not like standing over my bed, but hovering over my bed. Like wings outstretched on both sides. Yes, this one had wings. And the moment my eyes flew open, I watched it jab its arm, like its hand, right into my my stomach. And my entire stomach went numb and my body convulsed into the fetal position. And then it was gone. And I was mad. I was pissed off I flipped on my light and I started yelling and screaming and it was yeah that was not a fun time but I think yeah, I was only seems, like 15 when that happened
0: that it seems like shadow people are much more prevalent and active than right any sort of like paranormal creature or ghosty that we encounter in like in the paranormal world like I feel like this is more of a common thing than people realize and like we were reading that scientific thing earlier today from um, the neurological points of right. um, people and they they triggered this, this part in this woman's brain um, I think it was called the TPJ part of her brain and it's behind the left ear if i'm remembering correctly and they were actually just trying to figure out um, what triggers uh oh lord if i if i remember correctly i think it was um amnesia or memory loss and anyway, they accidentally triggered this part of her brain during uh, the scan and these nodes that they had on. I'm sure we could pull it up at some point later on to correct me if I'm wrong. Um, and she immediately responded. They saw it on the graph. They saw it like immediately picked up on the graph and on the monitors. And she said that it felt like there was a man shadowing her like standing behind her when she would sit he would sit when she would stand he would stand and they said it was a a common thing with people who had uh schizophrenia or suffered from schizophrenia like she would go to pick up a card and would literally fight with this shadow version of herself for the card see that's crazy Yeah, she said she felt like she was being watched and she had a heightened fear and paranoia and they had it all on the monitor, all on the graph. So it's, it's a part of psychology now. It's a part of, you know, our neurodivergent brothers and sisters out there. Um, it's crazy to me how our brains, because it's part of our peripheral. It's meant. Our peripheral is meant to pick up movement, not actual like vision, but movement in the peripheral, so that we, it'll tell us, "Hey, there's something moving over here," just quite out of your range. So turn and it's, acknowledge. It's almost
1: it. like a. It's almost like an instinct, like a. Um... Like you've got your normal vision where you see details and everything, and then you've got your peripheral, which is more um, the instinctual, reactionary uh, aspect of your vision that lets you know, okay, fight or flight kind of thing, and right. it lets you know if you're in danger, or it lets you know, you know, if there's something you need to pay attention to, and then you can, you know, obviously make the the switch to your primary vision of looking straight at it but that's when things disappear
0: yeah it's our side mirrors in our car and our meat suit <laughs> it's the side mirrors <laughs> in our meat suits, and our mech suit that we're living that... there so <laughs> so that's what shadow people do they 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 live in our peripheral and it's sometimes some of us are unfortunate enough or fortunate depending on how you view it to see these these guys head off and it happens more commonly than we like to acknowledge, which I think we should talk about more. That we we see these things, and they're more common than people like to admit. I I believe that some some people believe that um, shadow people are a personification of your fear, like what you fear the most. They they bring it out into reality. And until you deal with that fear head-on, they're going to be with you. And they're like that omen, right? They're going to travel with you until you you get to that fear head-on and you defeat and conquer that fear. And then that shadow person is gone. And then you've got the other aspects where they just haunt families.
1: Right. They they're they're tra- almost like in a single location and they haunt that location. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. usually like- for... From what I was reading, that's almost more like um, like the single location haunting ones are more of the um, malevolent, um, you know, evil ones that can really mess you up.
0: Which brings me to a YouTube channel. I'm not sure I've brought this YouTube channel up before. I'm not sure if I brought it up here. Um, it's the Ghost of Carmel May um it's i'll put a link to it in our discord if you haven't joined our discord yet we have a link to it up here um go ahead and tap that that link and join the discord we'll be posting all sorts of links and information to all of our topics there um but i'll see if i can't hunt it down and post it in our Spoopy Vidgets channel um this guy's house is extremely haunted. And he lives there by himself. And he has caught shadow people, full-bodied apparitions. He's had things thrown at him. He's had, he's been attacked, like physically attacked by shadow people. Um It's creepy the stuff that he has he has gotten but one of the things that like one of his videos that really gets to me every time it doesn't matter how many times I've watched it um, he's going into his own bedroom and he's got his his video and his camera in his hand and he you see something like melt or fall from almost jump really from his window to the floor and then like skitter underneath his bed and he well, reacts a- to it. No, it's not okay. It's creepy. But that's not the creepiest part of that video, okay? That's creepy enough. But it's not <laughs> as creepy as what happens say <laughs> He, like, jumps back. And he's, like, talking to it. He's acknowledging that it's there. But then he, like, goes to just walk back into his room to, like, confront it. And kind of pans to the right. And there is a full-body apparition. Shadow person, whatever you want to call it. Literally sitting on the bed right there and he like he yells and like as he should and goes to run out of the room just as the guy stands up off the foot of his bed to walk to like approach him. and and it's kind of like hunched over and you can see like vaguely see like the lapels of a jacket and it kind of reminds me of like an older man you know how their shoulders kind of droop a little bit with age that's what it kind of looks like but it, like, struggled and got up off the bed and, like, made to walk towards him. And he just noped all the way out of that room. He runs down the stairs. He's like, hell no, nah, I ain't dealing with this. And he is out. Like, he cuts through his dining room and out the back door. Like, gone. But if you have not, you need to. He has hours and hours of footage. And again, it's the Ghost of Carmel Maine. And you can find it on YouTube, this guy is incredible. Like I gave him props. There was no way that I would be living in that house by myself. Oh no, that's like-
1: when you move. It's oh, time absolutely. to move. <laughs> There's uh, no way. Now I'm actually looking at a photo of uh, some purported shadow people from. This is on what they call Zombie Road in Glencoe, Missouri. And in this photograph there, I counted eight shadows standing on kind of the top of a little hill and it might be the moon behind it it might be the sun. I think it's the moon. It's like a full moon or whatever, but there are eight very clear defined shadows just standing there on the little hilltop. And like it's mixed in with all the trees and everything, but I mean, they're clearly bodies with heads on them. Yeah. And on that same property.
0: Say again. Is this on somebody's property or just like a, a random stretch of road?
1: It's this random stretch of road that they call Zombie Road, and. Uh, they have another picture of like standing at the um, beginning of a bridge. And I say bridge loosely. This is a very, very dilapidated, rusted out bridge that I would not walk across to save my life. And. Literally right there at the very front, like I would say five feet away from where the camera is taken or the picture is taken, um, is a black figure and you cannot see through it. Like you can see all around it. There's light shining everywhere, but where the the middle of this bridge is, there is a black figure that is Solid like there is something there But it has no form There's no like head There's no discernible Body it's just this Kind of tall oval like Shadow And where is this bridge at? Um, That Bridge is Once again on that same zombie Road uh, which is In Glencoe, Missouri It was It was built you, in 1860. You know what that reminds me of? Hmm. Have you guys, uh,
0: I don't know if you guys watch this, but BuzzFeed Unsolved? And BuzzFeed. I have not. Buzz, okay, they are hilarious. But it's, I'm dancing on your bridge, Goatman. <laughs> <laughs> they did this whole thing on Goatman, on Goatman's bridge. And one is a believer and one is a skeptic. I don't know if you guys have watched it, but you should watch it again. You can find it on YouTube. It is hilarious. And he's like, I'm dancing on your bridge, goat, man. What are you going to do about it? And that's a skeptic. (laughs) But it's hilarious. You said bridge and I immediately started giggling because it was so funny. That whole clip is hilarious. But I would not be going on any rusty bridges in the middle of the woods, especially on a road Zombie Road.
1: Right. Zombie Road Rusted out, dilapidated bridge, middle of the night. Like, yeah, you would not find me there at that. Well, any time really. I mean, I might go during the day, but like, this is an area where people report lots of shadow figures, like everywhere. Now, does
0: it have a history? Do they say why they're there? Is there any like folklore tied to it?
1: Um as far as i know um it just it's just listed as zombie road um reports of shadow shadowy entities lurking in the wilderness here are numerous and some of them have allegedly been captured on film which those are the pictures that i was telling you about uh one of the more striking images uh, was taken by Tom Halstead of the Paranormal Investigator Group Paranormal Task Force, um, and he took the picture. That's the one with all of them standing on the hilltop, and that was taken what? in 2005 on the tree line.
0: Mm-mm.
1: But why would they no? All it does.
0: Though do-
1: I don't know. It doesn't give any particular reasoning behind it. Um, it's just this. Interesting area that seems To attract it so maybe It's like this spot a thin Spot in the veil or something where You know just a Weird space between Worlds or dimensions I don't know
0: See that's another Thing that was mentioned is that People believe and this Is on fringe science Because there are scientists out there That do study this And they believe they're interdimensional Beings Like they did travel dimensions.
1: I tend to believe that as well because you've got your higher level dimensions and your lower level dimensions, you know, or frequencies, really, higher frequencies and lower frequencies. And Mm -hmm. You know, lower frequencies negatively impact the physical realm, the physical world, Um, like even just audio frequencies, sounds, lower vibrations tend to do more damage to the body, whereas higher frequencies um, like, um, gosh, the like they do binaural beats of those high frequencies and like they're used for healing. So, I think it's just these you've got these spots where these d- different frequency dimensions kind of mesh and kind of intertwine, and you get those that crossover between these lower frequency beings that they may be negative. They may not be like, it may just be how our physical world reacts to them. And, you know, we react in fear and that we get that sense of dread and everything. But for all we know, these are just normal entities that, um, you know, just happen to kind of blip over and don't even know what's going on. So I don't know
0: that maybe they're stuck.
1: It's possible. Like oh, we, just we got a stu- question. We're oh, coming.
3: okay. What do we got here? Sooth, I know you better than that. You're going to go dancing on that bridge <laughs> and poking the pointy things. <laughs> yes, she would. She 100% I, would.
0: Okay, look, I don't need to be called out like that, for one. And for two, <laughs> I was just about to say, okay, I was just about to say, now it's that I'm. Like I resemble Mark. I do. I resemble that remark. Okay. And I was just about to say, I, I, I'm I, more intrigued now about Zombie Road than I am anything else. I have more questions now. And now I'm kind of like, this is something that I might have to go see myself. Like, I've had enough experience so, with shadow people in my life that... They're not as freaky as they used to be. So this is something that I'm more kind of like, why are they drawn to this one place? Why are there so many here? What is it about this bridge? What's the energy right. around this bridge? And now I'm just like, now I got to go. Now I got to go see it. Thanks so much for calling me out like that. Appreciate it. But now I have to go.
1: Now, now I got to go. the... The nickname for it is Zombie Road, but the actual name of the road, in case anybody wants to check it out or do further investigation, is Lawler Ford Road in Glencoe, Missouri.
0: Now I got to go to Missouri. I never wanted to go to Missouri. <laughs> I've never, I have never I, in my life a desire to go to Missouri.
1: There's time where I've wanted to really go to Missouri for any particular reason, but... I might check that Not out in the middle of the day. You know, noon yeah. time. Noon time. Noon time. No, you won't. you fine. won't catch me going at night. Are you crazy? You're ca- yes, I
0: am crazy. You're coming with me. We're gonna go at night. We gotta go at night. We'll start it. We'll start at noon, and then we'll just kind of
1: later. Check, <laughs> I'll check out the three p.m. time area, like time. Period. You check out the 3 a.m. time period. How about that? Oh, you're coming with me.
0: We're doing this uh-uh. together. Uh-uh. You f- this with me no. now. You're it. we're going. To- <laughs> that's it. It's all now We got to come in. <laughs> you don't even get in the backyard.
2: <laughs> in case anybody wanted to check out the road. All right. I thought at first she was gonna say Lyle, because that's the street I'm on. I was about to say, huh?
0: <laughs> I was about to be
2: scared would be like, hey, we going to move <laughs> No, I'm not going to Missouri Uh, Sue, you got that, you can go by yourself Sorry, I can't do it, nope, will not Oh no I wish y'all the best of luck there Okay Uh, uh Kaleek I, 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 I'll, I'm, I'm looking out for you Um, I wish you the best Um, with her <laughs> And her Uh, excitement For
1: spooks, because I will be in the safety Of my home see I swear. she wants to see it firsthand i'm with you i i'm good with google earth i i'm good just google street view just give me a nice little view of the road and i i'm good with a virtual tour i don't i don't need the real thing i'm, yeah, I'm sure really- the camera has caught plenty of you know spooky shadows in its uh in the Google Street View, I, I'm good with that.
0: <laughs> Do you know if there's an actual like Google Street View of this?
1: I don't. I, I would assume there is, though. I mean, we have the name of the road, the city, and the state. I don't see why we couldn't check it out.
0: See, now we got to check it out. We got we got to post it. We got to post it on our Discord, and we got to look and see if there's an actual like Street View of this because it. it but it doesn't. I mean, it doesn't matter because I still want a PO. It's still gotta happen. But
1: (laughs) Yeah, about that.
0: (laughs) I can't exactly call myself a ghost hunter, you know, or a paranormal enthusiast if I'm not willing to go and see these things firsthand. So I'm gonna go. We gotta go.
1: That's (sighs) but see see, you gotta use the buddy system and unfortunately I'm the buddy. You are the that, That's a problem for me because I don't necessarily <laughs> want to be the
0: puppy. <laughs> you done volunteered when you said you'd leave me behind for that shadow person in that that video and take off. We're digressing here. We are totally digressing. <laughs> I am not cannon following <laughs> I, I will trip you first. That's all I gotta say. Hey. I love you, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I feel like Soop, uh,
2: <laughs> I'm calling out soup here I'm sorry honey I love you so much but I feel like yeah. she's the kind of person to where like let's say let's say all three of us we, we're like we're doing the hiking thing or like we're, we're traveling right and we see just a random uh, a, a dusty box okay with a lock on it and it was like in like the swamp water or something and me and you don't want to touch it and she's like but what if we do <laughs> And we're like, no. How about we don't? She's like, but what if we open it? How about we don't? But what if we do? I feel like she would do that. It's totally. She's trying to
1: set us up for failure. She she's the one that pokes the bear. She'd be like, I do a pointy stick poke poke poke. You are
0: so right about that. Oh, we have comments. Oh, Oh, it is poked. I, it's so all right but let's look go. i
2: will hang out with y'all if y'all ever invited me to go see the spooks but i'm telling y'all one more time if we hear something spoofy and it sounds like it's coming towards us if y'all are not behind me running the opposite direction i'm going to get the police to go ahead and get y'all because i am not turning around that's how you get killed <laughs> if when you turn around try to go
1: back you run backwards quickly not turn run. around, you run, speed walk backwards in reverse. Well, I mean,
0: doing that through the glutes, you know?
1: Okay, so this happened, real quick before we get to the next comment here. Uh, this happened when I was 10 years old. I was in the uh, Sierra Nevadas of California, and me and my friend were walking back from the creek. Um, it was the creek was called deer Creek, and it was this old like minor area in fact, the road that I had lived on well, I shouldn't say that I won't say the road, but the the creek was called deer Creek, and we were walking up from the you know from the creek, and we heard this horrific roar, and we watched i mean this was no this wasn't even a bear, this was like a loud monstrous roar. And we watched this bush that was probably about eight feet tall or so, just like shake violently. And we both thought we were about to die. And we had two dogs with us and both dogs bolted for the, for the bush. They ran right through it out the other side and there was nothing there. And they were very confused and, you know, when they came out the other side of the bush, not getting not finding anything, they circled around it, they were sniffing, they couldn't find anything. And can I tell you, me and my friend, we walked the whole mile back to my house, like back to back. One of us was backwards, the other was forwards, and we weren't letting anything catch us by surprise.
0: <laughs> you were fully prepared.
1: Oh, yeah. That was terrifying. It was not a cat, like a mountain lion or a bear or anything like that. I know what those sound like, and this was not that. This was like a monstrous roar. So, I don't know what it was, but it was scary.
3: Okay, yeah. last comment here. <laughs> oh, she would definitely be opening that box. Trust me, oh, yeah. I know.
1: <laughs> She's She'd be like... Oh, oh! This latch, this latch right here. You don't, you don't want me to flip it, right? Flip. Oh, it opened. I guess we have to open it now. We have to open the lid now, huh? Oh yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it.
0: Only me opening Pandora's box. Uh oh. We're just gonna go ahead and
1: give you the nickname Pandora.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. What is your official nickname? You guys calling me out tonight. I'm just gonna start the next, you know, supernatural apocalypse. No big deal. It's fine. Now, We're fine, it's fine.
1: Now, in terms uh I know you mentioned the stick people earlier. Now, in yeah. terms of that, um, are they related to the shadow people? Because um, I have a little bit of experience. Well, I personally don't, but my fiance does um, experience with that. And, um, but that was clearly a stick figure, not a shadow figure. So,
0: well, the reason why they're called stick men is because they're so thin. They're so thin and they're so tall. And they are related to now what I've read, what I have read. Now, I'm not saying that it's, like, 100% definitive, but from what I have read, they're more slender, tall, almost resemble, like, in proportions to Slenderman, which we have covered, and, like, lanky, long arms, like, somebody just pulled them in a tappy pole, and, but they're shadow people. They're a version or a subspecies of shadow people, and they do the. They practically do the same thing as uh, the Watchers, and it's kind of like a mix of the Watchers and kind of like the demonic version of the Shadow People.
1: Now, I they have it's, actually it's, heard that the stick, the stick people or stickmen, um, are usually associated with uh, an electrical charge or like a static charge um, in the air. Now. That I didn't experience that personally um, when I had my situation, but um, yeah, like that—that's generally the report that they—they they put off this like electrical charge almost.
0: Yeah, yeah, they create their own little atmosphere when they're standing now. you. They—they they will now. fuck
3: with you.
1: I, had, I was having a horrible nightmare and I won't go into the details with it, but it was a horrible nightmare. And I woke up uh, in the middle of the night. I didn't see anything, but I rolled over and my fiance was wide-eyed staring just past me, um, which on the other side of me is basically a, a wall. There's like a, a foot between the The bed and the wall and he was just staring at the wall and i was like uh okay are you all right like are you awake or are you sleeping with your eyes open and he was like so i had a nightmare and i woke up and i looked over and i saw this from the only thing i can only way I can explain it is a tall stick figure, the the height of the ceiling, standing over you with its arm outstretched over your head. And he was like, it woke me up. I'm awake now. And the moment I like really was alert, it disappeared. It vanished. And that was like five seconds ago before you woke up.
0: That's crazy. See, like I said, everybody has, I feel like everybody at some point in their life has had an interaction with a version of shadow people. And
1: now, when I was- is it just for the sheer volume? Like, is it just the numbers of them? Or is there, are we just that close in vibrational frequency that we get some kind of crossover?
0: I feel like it's a crossover plus, you know, what they feed off of what, but the common denominator is fear. And the second common denominator is spiritual awakening. Like a lot of things that I've seen tied to shadow people is, um, the third eye. A lot of people have said when you're doing spiritual work, um, or, shadow work, if you don't know what that is. It's, it's something where you're working with your own inner turmoil, traumas, uh, fears, and working on yourself, basically. Um, you come in contact with the spirit realm, and one of the first things that you're in contact with is the shadow people. It's almost like there's just so, they're in abundance. There's so many of them, and they just feed off of that connection, off of your um, most of them, from what I've gathered, they feed off the, the fear, the um, the tether that you have from life and death, uh, the traumas, the malevolence. Um, but uh, again, there's the guy with the hat. Um, the guy with the hat, he's not even remotely malevolent. He doesn't hurt you or harm you at all. He's almost like described as a guy. Um, And here's, here's
1: one thing about, here's one thing about him. Why is he showing up so much to so many people? Like, are there a bunch of people with like shadow people with hats on, like fedoras on? Like, is that a common style for shadow people? Like, do they wake up in the morning and throw their hat on? Like, I, like, why is that a thing? Like, I, I don't quite get it. I don't either. We've got comments. let will see what they have to say.
2: In that moment, I would have told my fiance, time to move. We're moving. <laughs> we're moving. I, I, I told my best friend, because uh, we have this little thing where uh, <laughs> we told each other, if we are not with a significant other by the time we hit 35, um, we're going to just get married. So <laughs> I told him, if we ever, ever have any... A paranormal activity happening to a new house He was like, oh, you don't have to tell me We're going to a hotel, quickly And then the next day that house is sold With the furniture in it That ghost, whatever's in there, can have it
1: Pretty much, yep That's, that's, yeah <laughs> She ain't
0: taking no chances None She ain't investigating She ain't finding out the hows and the whys. She's just dipping out She's gone, bye Later laid <laughs> her next time
3: for me the one in the hat is always a watcher he's just here observing
0: right and that's what he's described as the most he's not dangerous he's not there to harm anyone he's he's there to observe what you're doing and in some instances he's guided people and he's always got a masculine energy hence why they use the pronoun teach um but he's even his shape is masculine. So hmm. he's got either a fedora or a bowler hat or a wide brimmed hat. Um from like the sixteen hundreds, wide brimmed hat, you know, like right. I wouldn't say um, but you know what I mean, like they're really the really big hats with so the this stout little top to it. But yeah,
1: kind it, of a colonial type
0: had. right, but he's never like he's he's never he's just not dangerous, he's just there to be like, eh, okay, you're good, I'm gonna move yeah. on now. It's just and it's more than one, it's not just he, it's just not the one. But I mean, it's it's a collective, and I feel like it's maybe even for lack of a better term, it's almost like a civilization, you know, of shadow people, other yeah. just traveling between maybe an astral or interdimensional and you know we've all got villains so uh, yeah. there's, of course shadow people have to have their own villains too and they have them they've got the demonic ones they've got the ones that are you know just benign and kind of passing through living in their own little bubble and then you've got this guy who's just kind of like I dig you I like you I'm staying with you you know so
1: <laughs> now- it is what it is Another uh, possible theory is that they are actually people um, astral traveling or having an out-of-body experience where those are actually real people and it's just those real people are visiting um, or kind of traveling around using their astral form. I can see it. What do you think about that one? Well, I, I, I know that. it's a, it's reaching a little bit more because that would mean that there has to be a whole lot of people astral traveling. And if that's the case, then I think um, we as a civilization are a lot further along in the whole uh, spirituality aspect than we give ourselves credit for. So... I don't know. Uh, that one to me is a little bit like, eh, could be, I suppose. Um, I mean,
0: that's a buddy.
1: And then, I'm, of course, I'm, you've got the time travelers um, theory as well, where, you know, people from the future have found out a way to kind of come back to us and observe us. And maybe they can't quite break that or come across that bridge. So for all we know, it's ourselves from another time period. No, nah, see now you're baking my noodle again. <laughs> yeah, I nah. personally subscribe to the whole interdimensional beings of you know different vibrational frequencies. That to me, that's that makes the most sense um, when for from what based on what I know of the you know quantum theories and you know, stuff like that. It's just that makes the most sense to me. Parallel universes, vibrational frequencies, yeah.
0: It does. We get let's see our
2: comment here see that reminds me um, first off you said no investigation no and I'm not going to call you and tell you about it until the house is already sold because if we already have the house <laughs> and, we, you t- and we tell you that we haven't investigated you're going to come to the house trying to inve- investigate with us there so no okay. I will tell you about it once the house is gone um, but <laughs> with this man being like a watcher like he watches it kind of reminds me of one of the rooms for the back rooms Um, Apparently there's this room that looks exactly like your bedroom, except for this man is just standing there watching you. He doesn't harm you. In fact, people say that he's the most harmless um, entity in the back rooms there is so he doesn't harm Um, uh, you he just stands there and watches you and if anything he'll guide you to like food that he found or like a new tool or maybe even a ladder or something like that event um or something like that he guides you like at least two or three
1: times (laughs) oh wow see that's interesting huh
0: see we talked
1: about the we talked about the back rooms in a previous episode so if if you all want to check that out that was a really fun one um that the back rooms is a very interesting concept of interdimensional travel
0: it really is and it's fun it's fun to watch the little video clips too that kid did amazing on those oh yeah. videos. I still need to go back and watch all the rest of them because they were, they were really, really good. It was really well made. <clears throat> but yeah, no, now, this guy, this guy's like, he's a good guy. I mean, I think we can all agree that Hat Guy is a good guy. Fedora Man.
1: And it seems like Hat Guys across the border are good guys. Like, is it, if you, just, if, if somebody's wearing a hat, are they just more trustworthy? <laughs> he's like, don't worry. I got my hat on. We're good.
0: <laughs> I mean, you I don't mean, need to
1: don't you see my hat? This hat <laughs> means I'm good.
0: Oh I got my I got my hat my helper hat on. So I mean <laughs> I'm not the good guy here. Trust me to take you to the food. You know, or to the next plane. Or what have you. I mean thumbs up for the hat guy. Thank you for Dora Man. There's hope for the shadow people yet. So Oh, we got a, we got
2: another one and he's really really tall like he's taller than the door frame so like he'll come into your house i'm um, not into your house into your room or uh the room looks exactly like your room but the door obviously isn't because the door has like a little small window to where you can see out and look in um and either he'll bend over and look at you that way or he's already in your room he doesn't harm you um, people said that you can even walk up to him And he doesn't mess with you He'll just stand there and stare at you like really creepy But yeah. he'll help you like two or three times Maybe four times And other than that he'll just stand there and watch
0: See I'd, now, I'd still be giving wide berth.
1: What down. if the back rooms Is actually the, the living space Of these shadow creatures Or these shadow people Like what if that's where they come from
0: Don't do that Mm-hmm. You're doing it. And just you're simply doing it. no
1: clipping into our existence uh, and just kind of observing or feeding or, you know, I don't know.
0: No, no, you're doing it again. I need you to stop.
1: You're, <laughs> only,
0: you're, only allowed to... No, you're only allowed to bake my noodle one time. One time. Okay? One time per
1: your... week. This is your one time per week. You've been <laughs> exactly. baked.
0: <laughs> I've been baked up. I'm baked. Potato, we're done. Baking over. Baking it all over. you baked me. I don't need to go any further. I'm gonna be burnt. And I'm just not. I'm no good when I'm a burnt here. Okay. So we're not gonna do <laughs> no, no more. No more burnt
1: Now the final um, possibility is aliens. Is it aliens?
0: And the question would be, is it aliens? And the answer is.
1: It's always yes! alien. It's
0: always <laughs> I love that joke. Ancient aliens <laughs> is great. There is never oh. not a good time to watch ancient aliens. Like, never, ever. It's such a great fact. We'll see what we got. But
1: have been some alien-like um, shadow people that people have seen. So, you know, it, there might be a connection there. I don't know. One more thing.
0: I no stop it stop. We're gonna listen to the in the chat.
2: Never thought of that. What if the backrooms is like where they come from? Oh, because oh. there are other levels of the backrooms where there is shadow people, but they actually do harm you. Maybe those are different entities. But he's there, and then there's other ones. I I, I think there's one that kind of resembles Wendy Boy, but isn't. Like, I wonder uh. if that is. I, now you mess with my brain. Ooh.
0: Uh, Ooh. See? Uh-huh. <laughs> everybody's noodle. Everybody's not <laughs> being baked today. Not just mine.
3: <laughs> when I've talked to others and my teachers about shadow people, I have been told that the hat guy is possibly Palladian.
0: Oh, okay. oh interesting. Now we got the aliens going and the Palladians sure
1: connection.
0: It's a whole thing. That's a whole thing. Don't even get me started on the Palladians and the the Nazis. That's a whole other podcast. <laughs> we'll have to <laughs> save that podcast
1: for another time.
0: I'll tell you what, though, if I were ever to run into aliens, I do not want to run into those small gray guys. The the, the with the big heads. Those no. guys are really impressive. Like, what's wrong with them? Are they just mad that they're, they're little, that they're short, that they're lacking in the perpendicular? Like, I just feel like they got a short <laughs> man and just taking it out on the rest of humanity. Like, dude, I'm not far I've, off. I'm only 5'4. Like, not even 5'4. I think
1: I've read some Fae stories um, dealing with the Fae where they were these little whites. And they almost imagine like a porcelain doll with no hair or anything like that, and just kind of jerkily walking. Um, but there were a oh. bunch of them, and they were jerkily walking around this house with this white picket fence in the middle of nowhere. And uh, this group of people that was there uh, started freaking out. They ran into the woods and then, you know, in the opposite direction of this house, and then somehow came right back full circle to the house again. Running, following the sun, they came out to a clearing and it was the same exact house, and there were still the same creepy little porcelain doll children. Now, these were like three to four feet tall. So imagine this, like, bald porcelain doll thing three to four feet tall jerkily walking towards you <laughs> nope negative nope nope nope
0: i'd have to punt it it'd be like a football just punting one after the other like i can't mm-mm. i i've told y'all before but i'm just going to give you a little reminder i have no flight instinct it's just right into fight so y'all would be running and you would just see these little porcelain doll figures just being punting through the air <laughs> <laughs> play. I'm not going for that Somebody give me a stick <laughs> I'm going for a home run Because hey, I'm not doing it you, See y'all, y'all stick, think your, pieces,
1: poke your, your first reaction <laughs> Is to poke them <laughs> yeah. Say give me a stick And I'll punt them
0: <laughs> I'm just, just going to knock him off Obviously because if you're in that hospital What did they just say You can't run you just go full circle right back to the house, right? So you might as That's well very start them. Just
1: them now, out The crazy thing is, and um, this is a very well-known phenomenon that happens with the Fae, is that um, they had actually been at that house for three days. They did not know this. To them, it was literally like, six hours. It was around noon when they went, and the sun was just barely starting to go down when they got out of there. And it had been three days.
0: Mm-mm. Negative so, ghostwriter. That's no thank you. Not doing it. Mm-mm. Yeah. I, I like the phase, so I wouldn't mind maybe getting trapped in a three-day party for a little while, but not when I don't know what we're partying about. Like they're just like around what's in the house. Did they ever go in the house to find out what was in there?
1: They did. And when they went into the house, the house was completely empty. It was a dilapidated house, had a white picket fence around it, literally nestled in the middle of nowhere on this Island in Canada. And it was just in the woods and they went upstairs. It was a two story house. They went upstairs and they found one single room That had anything in it And it was filled with children's toys That's crazy. And that that's when they all noped out And they tried to leave And then couldn't Mm-mm. So, yeah It was See, Were they children or were they
0: like adults?
1: Okay, so they were all like between the ages of sixteen and eighteen. Uh, they had come to this island via ferry, and um, they were supposed to be meeting their parents there later that day. And their parents, they I guess they're on the other part of that island. There was a cabin, and they had originally gone into the woods trying to cut through to find a shortcut to get to the cabin sooner. And that's when they came across that creepy house and their parents. So they had arrived on of all days on Wednesday. And by the time they got out of there after like what to them seemed like six hours, they got out of there uh, and it had been three days. Their parents were already at the cabin and just had thought that the all the kids were camping out in the woods. So they didn't really think anything of it. Meanwhile, the kids are, like, freaking out because, you know, (laughs) they've been fighting for their lives for three days and didn't even know it. So,
0: yeah. Because it makes me think that maybe, like, the the creepy porcelain dolls that were, like, dancing around the house were, like, children who, like, stumbled across... the the creepy little cabin thing and went up there and started playing with the toys and ended up becoming one of the like creepy dancing dolls outside like I mean that would make sense if it was a well I mean if it was a fate trap if it was my fate trap that's how I would do it I mean an endless (laughs) food supply chain right there more kids in with toys and then give them a body of a dancing doll and eat
1: everything else yeah, that's that's okay. terrifying theory. <laughs> well, that's what most that there's,
0: there's a lot of fey that eat babies.
1: Well, yeah, um, and they <laughs> replace them with the changelings.
0: Exactly. So, I mean, it makes it's a theory. It makes sense. I don't know how we got here though. Because we were talking about shadow
1: people Right, we have completely <laughs> shifted topics
0: <laughs> Completely off topic, But we have reached our time for this week So I want to thank everyone who came and listened And supported, thank you so much uh, As I stated before, tonight's topic was the shadow people And their link to spirituality, interdimensional, and traveling and sleep paralysis. So thank you so much for joining us. Um, We're going to have our next topic is going to be Wednesday. We're going to post that on our IG. If you're not following us on Instagram, please do. We have it connected here on our stereo accounts. We also have a discord link up here. If you want to come follow us there and get all of your spoofs throughout the week. And we also do the paranormal umbrella every other Friday night. And we're going to continue our discussion that we started with inner earth last friday on our next thank paranormal. so thank you so much and we appreciate you all staying and listening to our goofy asses and uh we hope to see you next week yes take
1: care everyone